welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for the second episode of the Umbrella Academy of Season 3, entitled World's Biggest Ball of Twine, written by Jesse McKeown. I don't know how to say that last name, and it's bothersome to me. <laughs> Directed by Cheryl Dunny. I gave this episode a 9.7 out of 10. I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty fun and other than one story arc that felt less interesting I thought they did a really great job with the other said arcs so before we do jump into the recap and review wherever you're listening to this podcast Stitcher, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify go down to the rating section drop some stars leave a review my social media will be there as well Remember to like, share, and subscribe. And if you want to send feedback for Umbrella Academy or any of the other shows that I do, uh, blackercouch at gmail.com. So we're going to go from least favorite story to favorite story. (laughs) I think that's a, a better way than doing scene by scene. Let's start off with Luther luther comes downstairs he's doing his rocky routine i did laugh when he's like good morning and that guy was like for some people because that'd be factual it's not always a good morning but he lost his dog which we see the poster of he goes running through the park notices some ravens watching him and before long he is approached by the three siblings sparrow uh three siblings of the sparrow academy one being raven ben and sloan that's the one who can levitate oh as well as christopher they take him hostage because they believe that they have marcus instead of realizing that marcus is dead grace is still doing her grace thing i think she might be dead at the end of the episode as well i don't know how everyone can't notice the rumbles in the house or think to go down to the basement at all or follow grace around but that's what happens when you do not care about the ai in your home uh, there was no no father no fasha the dad he was not in this episode but we saw a camera so he is definitely watching and learning himself as they treat luther like a guest but very much a guest that cannot leave unless they say so they want to know more about their like he's like i am the last to know about things but it doesn't really seem like us to have like i don't know how we could have taken marcus but i'm sure we can just arrange this amicably i don't think there needs to be a problem he's like why does everyone keep looking at me the way they're looking at me and they're like because you were dead for 15 years explain to me i hope they do more with ben because i feel well or this is the particular season because i feel like every season has to have the one that you're going to be most frustrated with or it's going to be the the wear the mantle of the quote-unquote bad guy 
we had season one it, it was hugely luther <laughs> season two i feel as if it was supposed to be diego but i felt like diego i mean diego was huge in season one too of being an asshole like the things he was saying to allison and everybody he was dragging lives and then no because i do feel in season two he did get a little closer to klaus and there was you know that whole thing well that was the end of season one where he was starting to get along with klaus what i'm trying to say is everyone carries the stick and i think this season it's going to be allison and ben because the the iteration of ben that i have he's just angry and insecure and he just comes off like an absolute asshole and there's nothing redeeming about him even him being like i'm dead like shouldn't that give you shouldn't that be fodder for (laughs) i don't know some humiliation but no alas he just continues to say and make threats and tell sloan like nobody's allowed to be human or like the idea that everyone kind of does their own thing with the umbrella academy and still manage to be successful no matter how much they are still unsuccessful uh carrying on from this uh the big takeaways is that they're they're ready to let him go but he was supposed to be their spy but sloan has fallen in love and luther has fallen in love and i could care less about either either character and their love for each other and no i am not a huge allison and luther shipper because i don't i don't even think the show is interested in it anymore (laughs) she's very much focused let's get to allison next on her her marriage to ray which that's understandable you know she had a whole life she had years this just happened yesterday or not meant they're not meant to be over anything particularly those that did lose something though it does feel like victor got over sissy real quick (laughs) but it is different when it's a child and i think she would have probably been able to move on without ray if she had claire but that double whammy because she goes to california she doesn't think to i don't know how she entered this person's home (laughs) maybe she still had a key i didn't watch uh pay attention anyway to see how she got in and but she's able to go upstairs she recalls the last time she saw her daughter or at least she recalls the last time in which because she had to see her after that particular event right and they definitely changed the actor that plays marcus or whoever her boyfriend was supposed to be played patrick um there's another woman like he's it's funny to me that there's another black little girl in the bed but he married another black woman what (laughs) this is patrick uh destined to swirl baby but even so as desperate as and i'm speaking as a mother to be reunited with my daughter the last thing i want to do is creep in her bedroom in the middle of the fucking night and terrify her there needs to be some communication with the father there needs to be an explanation it needs to be in a 
preferable setting that makes her feel more comfortable i felt like her even pursuing this the way she pursued it was not the right way if she wasn't even going to watch from a distance because if you would have allowed yourself to do at least that you would not have gotten this uh this terrified child screaming at you like what the fuck and why are you in her bedroom in the middle of the night in a thunderstorm screaming something's very wrong she ends up with her new haircut or new uh hairstyle back at the obsidian and they really did brush over the fact that she lost her child and the others are so up their own asses they could care less and this of course would coincide with the time that luther someone who would care very much about you know uh what happened i feel as if this whole luther finds his own love whole type of thing i think that's that's a just a way for that not to be a thing i don't know if they'll ever circle back to it but i'm perfectly fine i just don't i don't know i want to be more interested in luther's characterization in general but i find myself less interested when at least before there was the allison connection to show that he does care about deeply someone else in the family and that he is well that's because she i like allison a lot and i still like allison a lot even when i'm criticizing her choices so i think that's what i mean without the romance side to it it's still just that association with a character that i genuinely do like is what made luther interesting to me take that away and it's he becomes even less interesting to me if that made sense uh maybe they'll do more to to add to that but i i don't know if giving him a love interest as smart as it keeps him off of the blue-eyed allison trail is the better choice because i feel what they're doing with klaus's character is actually probably one of the best things i've seen them and diego uh which is why i'm more interested in those story arcs because they're new they're new they're more uh engaging because they're new and we've kind of done the whole patrick claire thing with with uh with homegirl we've done it for a while now with her trying to get i mean we even had a whole season where she actually really wasn't even talking about her daughter (laughs) so to try to dump it all onto us in the second episode it's a lot to get us i mean story-wise i guess it makes sense but when you're not invested when you go a whole season not really invested in the claire of it all it's really hard to be there with with uh allison at this moment and that's probably why i didn't feel too much that the boys just kind of glossed over that and only elliot cared not elliot uh victor in the show cared about allison's particular grief but they both did lose significant others but so well i guess with klaus he felt like he did what he needed to do so there was some closure there 
i feel with victor he also had closure and then without it makes sense i just i am not sure what this means going forward but i have a feeling it's going to be a dark turn for allison i loved her in her bonnet that was so cute but having victor come to her and say hey you should eat i'm caring about you i care what has happened to you uh we'll talk more about victor in a minute just finishing up with allison well i guess we can go to victor because it ties into allison's story i really loved how they handled the transition of vanya coming out as victor as transgender changing her name changing who she what she looks like to more appropriately be who she is and i think that ties into her leadership abilities and i think that she's meant to be a leader i say she i'm sorry i meant he i apologize it's gonna take me a moment with the pronouns i'm not doing it intentionally i will try to work on it but i have known her as a female much longer than a male so it's just it's just a matter of my mind not the a disrespect to transgender because <laughs> a lot i know like some people you got to know your allies are still your allies even if they make mistakes <laughs> uh but he very much seemed to be set up as the right hand of the dad whose name i am spacing on for some reginald hargreaves and i feel last episode that was a great move on his part to try to handle the situation mano a mano number one to number one truly because luther is number one but that's not a number i mean that is just the number he was assigned not the person he actually i mean if we had to pick the number one for the longest we would say it's been number five that is the leader but i like the emergence of victor coming out as the leader i like what he did last episode i liked him sticking by what he uh he did by telling well first he goes to a bookshelf and is able to find out that they're labeled the kennedy six they are in the history books and he finds out that sissy died now i'm still convinced that the little boy or the 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 man going around that's uh harlan maybe the the son that would make sense that that time gap would make sense and considering they had an experience where they were sharing powers at one point i think that that is who that old man is that's following them around but victor oh i also love the one dude going over act like he was dustin <laughs> but then he just ever so casually leaned in to see what the business was giggity who oh who did he think he was full in but he says all types are welcome here clearly have you looked around the the <laughs> the guest hall uh and that that uh precipitates the ownership of his identity then he goes to the group 
the three boys well two boys at first just klaus and diego who's still dealing with the fact that he has a son more on that to come and says look i met with marcus he's going to exchange the briefcase we're going to meet today this is all part of the plan because neither really one of us like we're being rational here we're not getting all in our feelings not only that he made a credible threat but unfortunately and it kind of sucks that the plan is not going to go the way it should due to the fact that well one lila um i should have started off with lila because that definitely was my least favorite story i know people like her i never did i i never particularly i thought there were some cute scenes between her and diego but for the most part i never was a huge fan of her character but but five coming down being like well technically she's family (laughs) and the fact that they do have now and i think maybe that's why they they backed off of the idea that allison and luther can be a thing because technically now they've already made two quote-unquote family members fucking and having a kid so we've got that covered with lila and diego which that is not very (laughs) very addressed and i'm curious to see how it will be finishing with victor and the allison story that's when he tells her look it's not your fault because she blames herself she thought that she was going to be able to you know at least give one for the other tells allison about his plan and allison immediately gets up and it's like look i'm not letting you go by yourself and i loved his response i'm not stupid enough not to let you go with me (laughs) and they've come so very far and while i love that we are re uh reasserting this relationship i'm a little disappointed it's not diego five or even klaus i feel like we've had very much a lot of one-on-one with victor and allison and not a lot of one-on-one with allison and a lot of other characters but that's just personal biased because i do like the pairs that we did get this particular episode um as they are going on the way he explains um about the fact that sissy opened his eyes to the person that that they were and that or that he was and that he looks in a mirror and used to feel uncomfortable and not himself in his own skin and allison asks and now and he's happy he's like i finally see me and allison tells her look i will love you your family it doesn't matter who you are who you choose to be so i just really love that scene everything about the walk and and victor explaining uh that was just well acted well done between the actors later on they meet up at the diner 
and we see now this is something that i do think is appropriate though uh is the fact that allison has went through a lot of shit that is traumatic and she hasn't had any time to process that you know growing up or not growing up but living five years in the 60s i can't imagine like if you took my 20th century black ass and put me back in the south in 1920 and then you know (laughs) made me live there for five years and then all of a sudden i get to come back to 2022 i'm not gonna be the same person i'm gonna be a little fucked up especially living under a time in which you're even more oppressed than you are in the 20th century 21st even though they're trying very hard to reverse those policies uh i just i i I empathize with what she's going through remembering how she was treated remembering her losses being surrounded by children and really just being in a space of pain grief but rage and anger because it does feel like this is something that continues to happen it only gets worse for her even though everyone else seems to be finding some self-discovery which victor did and that's all well and fine from their loss however she doesn't have that that relief and thus when we see her later after the whole marcus doesn't show up because he's dead situation and then her having the panic attack that she did chasing harlan into an alley thinking maybe she's losing her mind before she's back at the obsidian listening to diego complain about being a parent when she herself would love nothing more and he's being absolutely uh, oblivious to the idea of that fact as she knocks him back one after the other you're not drunk i'm not drunk he's not drunk i'm actually not drunk he's actually not drunk i'm not drunk now let's go to to uh what's his name diego and his son what is his son's name did i miss that i might have (laughs) oh stan they uh (laughs) they have to spend the day uh getting to know each other as klaus said having an intimate bond and that is exactly what they do despite diego not wanting it to happen he uh he catches the porter telling the young man he cannot stuff three muffins down his short pants because despite it being a buffet that's just gross he takes it from there and he tells him look uh keep saying allegedly too like that's not really my son (laughs) he acts just like you including the stubbornness and the stupidity because only diego's son would steal muffins from a buffet just sit down and eat them he explains look i promised myself that i would never be a father the way my father was to me at your age however i'm busy i got things going on (laughs) before pus starts coming out of his ear that smells like cat piss what he forgot his medication so they have to go to a pharmacy to find some what 
medication could you possibly find for that type of disgustiness that is happening in your ear sir i do not know but when they get to the store uh jamie and i forgot what the other dude's name is number four maybe but uh i think his name is alfonso yep there we go alfonso is in my show notes over here they show up at the store and he's like look go outside i'm about to kick this dude's ass (laughs) and the first punch he forgot that that's not a good idea and then he gets his ass i really like the choreography of this fight i love how it was shot i love how we saw him literally get thrown into a milk carton he needs some milk both jamie and stan are just watching it go down as they beat the shit out of each other one of his punches he's like your chin dude it's like that happens sometimes (laughs) however when he starts to exhaust himself because he has asthma (laughs) um that's when jamie steps in oh before that little man stan jumped into the fight saw his daddy was getting his ass whooped so he uh threw one of his knives except you do need to be trained to throw one of those motherfuckers because he gets his ass fucked up and he's like that's my son asshole (laughs) and jamie tries to throw her venom at them and instead the kid saves him and then he saves the kid then it's like i can handle my own shit oh they're so the same then they throw cans at both people before running away because that's how you handle a fight (laughs) you don't need to win it you just need to win it enough to walk away uh then he comes back to being upset by the fact that this is a distraction for him when he's trying to do what he's trying to do he's trying to you know he's bitching to (laughs) his siblings about being a father but victor's like you're a dad this is part of the the parcel also where's lila she need to come get her kid lila is going around realizing her suitcase no longer works which is terrifying and goes to retrieve the suitcase ends up retrieving by using the mimicking the powers of the sparrow academy and that is that on that let's move over to the last story that i love the most which was the klaus and number five road trip was not expected it i really like how they're doing klaus this season i made a comment in the past season i believe is that they're starting to really use him utilize him as the as the meme and i didn't want that for this character because i know how well of an actor that um hold on it'll come to me it'll come to me robert robert sheehan is so i wanted to see what else he could bring besides that comedic and silly aspect of klaus the you know the hippie love child and they really did give him a much more mature story arc and i did wonder what they were going to do with him this season i was like oh is he just going to be the same thing we've seen for two seasons straight which is a little bit of a riff off a character we've already seen if anyone's watched misfits 
and finally i'm at the point where okay great we're starting to do something interesting with him more with him because he can handle it and i want to love klaus as much as everyone else does because he's definitely a fan favorite but i want to like him for not just for because it's easier (laughs) you know what i mean and not to be funny but just like with the character of nate is that his name we played nathan uh i didn't always find him comedic <laughs> sometimes it's like that's just gross but they did an awesome job i i loved the fact that he explains well first he wakes up he's like oh my god i'm in a room with all boys <laughs> and he looks in his shoe and he finds this uh this card where there's a name rachel and first i was like who the fuck is rachel like i was scouring scouring my brain to figure out who this character was it turns out in a flashback we get it well first he goes up to (laughs) because five comes downstairs i must say this aiden gallagher is a cute little boy I, i he is he is so young but he is an attractive little man i have to say this he is going to break hearts when he gets when he gets like 25 because he's so adorable (laughs) and i love that he has a mimosa for breakfast he's like look i'm on retirement how about we just i don't know enjoy life and i see where he's coming from as well like no this is there's no apocalypse we're not we're trying to change things but what for what our own personal gains it's not supposed to be about us it's not it's supposed to be about not having the world in that's our goal goal accomplished i'm retiring i've deserved it i've been in apocalypse for years uh that's when klaus decides to approach him for a road trip because he says he can't deal with the boys anymore and off they go and <laughs> five things it's truly gonna be a road trip we're gonna see some things around the way he's even picked out some places he wants to go one of them being the ball of twine when klaus drops the bomb okay so i want to go to pennsylvania to see my birth mother turns out some time ago there's a lot about us and we know who our mothers are because they've never really discussed where they came from and he says there was three thousand dollars that was paid for me and all of our probably all the links to our families or where we you know our birth mothers at least birth families probably comes from oh because they don't have fathers right they all just yes they were immaculate they were you know what i'm trying to say immaculately conceived so yeah it would only be mothers so uh that's interesting he says he didn't he was too fucked up at the time to do anything about it however now he wants to meet his birth mother uh because after everything particularly the loss of ben this is something that you know he finally realized he needs to try to figure out in his life they stop by the ball of twine because it doesn't matter if uh <laughs> he wants to meet his mother he's all down for that however he still is gonna see his ball of twine and they have a lovely conversation at the ball of twine (laughs) 
where they both talk about or they're having separate conversations but they are talking about the same thing which is five feeling the burden of carrying his family up the hill and then they roll back down the hill and he tries to carry them up the hill it's very exhausting like this ball of twine and he tells him look uh what are you saying it was very poignant to me it's like uh i don't know if we were a family as much as a house of snarky adolescents <laughs> but he tells him you're a good brother and he's like yeah let's get in the car and he's like i love you too little man it's so cute i just really i wasn't expecting this interaction i didn't expect it to work but it did so very well then klaus gets to the amish and he's like that makes so much sense <laughs> and him being like look i can come on this journey with you but i'm staying in the car because you have to do this part alone and he even looks a little like i have to do it alone Um, you know he really wants that support but he chooses to be a man and do it himself and so he walks on to the amish community and he finds sarah uh says he's looking for rachel apparently they do not like what do you call them english like what the fuck what 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 time period are we in and he kicks them out he's like you really have changed my way about the amish i thought you were supposed to be nice and there was nothing over the top about klaus in this episode i think that's why it was my number one story because i've not had many where i'm just like klaus gets to be klaus and it's muted in a way that i can enjoy it and appreciate the fleshing out of him and i think that makes sense for him as a character if you want people to stop taking you as a joke then stop acting like you're a joke and that was my biggest takeaway from him like you want people to take you seriously in the family and yet you're always fucking off and doing something stupid uh so yeah he gets chased well first he he finds sarah in the woods and he says look i know you knew rachel she's like she was my sister turns out she died the day or not the day but the year before they were born and he's surprised by that news because they was asking about her son and they're like what son then the the other males decide to run him off picket style from the amish community while five is sitting in his car i have that particular shot on my twitter page sitting like that doing his old man thing still planning out his vacation (laughs) his road trip and uh he ends up watching the the phenomenon that we've seen earlier occur and in this phenomenon it kills all of the cows where's the beef i laughed my ass off when he was like i can't fucking catch a break (laughs) he's doing math by the time that klaus starts running back to the car they're able to escape but not before the woman uh, sarah gives him a book and says look hey this is all the information about your mother he was so proud to show like that's my mom (laughs) and he tells he tells five look my mom died before i was born 
and that makes his head explode and he comes back and he explains while he asks where is luther everyone thought they was going to go back and find him but they did not and i know that feeling you know oh i'm probably better here than uh i I don't even want to hear it if that's what luther's gonna say because klaus was missing for a very long time and nobody came and found him either (laughs) so you ain't special then we hear about the grandfather paradox uh let me see how did this pop up on wikipedia (laughs) the grandfather paradox is a potential logical problem that would arise if a person were to travel to a pastime the name comes from the idea that if a person travels to a time before their grandfather had children and kills him it would make their own birth impossible i don't they're gonna have to really do a lot and to get this to to get me on on understanding this but i'm going to think that this is uh because he says this is even before this like we don't exist technically even though they were in a book though so i still don't get it so most likely next episode they'll break it down to me like a third grader and i can understand and that is the conclusion of our episode i enjoyed myself as i stated earlier um and i'm curious because i can't i don't know what is going to come next we do have feedback on this episode so let's hop into the mailbag what up stina it's mimi this is feedback for umbrella academy season three episode two i was about to watch episode three and then i was like i don't remember giving feedback did i get feedback so of course i go back and look and i absolutely did not um so i watched this a while ago and i meant to get feedback right after and i don't know why i didn't so i'm gonna try and remember as much as i can um i totally forgot to bring up the fact that marcus is dead so that's sad i mean I'm always sad when a black character is gone, even when they're an asshole. We didn't, we didn't even get to really know him. He was number one, but I mean, he was, he was smart enough to not want to go up against Banya. Even I don't think she got a handle on her powers because it didn't look like she chose to blow up all of the Sparrow Academy kids. It looked like she just couldn't hold it in anymore, and she just detonated. To me, that's not the same thing. I guess you can still win a fight if you're accidentally detonated but i just i would like her to try to get a handle on her powers um but i'm sad that we didn't get more of marcus and more so i'm sad that now luther (laughs) is kid was kidnapped because they think he has something to do with the killing it was so funny when they were like but you're number one he was like yeah i very rarely know stuff they don't tell me anything (laughs) i was like that's fucking true in their defense though you're you guys were a hot ass mess they were done with that your dad and and luther was still holding on faith that their dad wasn't a dick so i think that probably had something to do with it anyway um so now it's no longer vanya it's victor that's what i was um talking about i got spoiled because they i I didn't realize that they were going to do it pretty early on in the episode or in the season so i wasn't sure when we were going to get victor but i knew victor existed because um elliot page 
but I'm glad that they were able to incorporate that incorporate that into the show um and now you know now it's Victor no more Vanya um I I from my understanding I I I bought the daggone um Umbrella Academy books the first and the second one and Derek wanted to read them and I was still watching uh a bunch of stuff and I was like okay go ahead and by the time episode, uh, season two ended he lost them so we're when we're moving now I'm gonna look for them so hopefully I can find them because they're not very long I feel like I could get it knocked out you know in a day or two um both of them anyway so um I brought that up only to say that the third book wasn't even finished I think there's only two if I remember correctly from where when I bought them um and I don't know that the writer is even trying to finish the third one so I think I don't know how much chapter or I should say book two goes into what we've seen so far so at this point it might be just the writers of the show ad-libbing so I'm very curious to see where this goes um that's why I'm mad my son lost them because I wanted to have both of those read before season three so I could see if it follows the same pattern I'm not sure and at this point I don't even care to even get caught up um but um the Sparrow Academy is completely different from the Umbrella Academy and we know what did like we I knew the pulses when it evaporated the dog was not good I knew that was a problem so I was like I wonder when they're gonna realize that there's something happening and luckily (laughs) five was paying attention when Klaus went to go see his mom on an Amish farm like seriously Amish (laughs) was not expecting that anyway um and all the cows got uh just like they just got obliterated (laughs) that sucks and um he was doing some type of math I don't know I I don't know I'm assuming he's trying to figure out what the fuck is happening so um that's gonna be interesting I would assume that it can't be a coincidence that all the Umbrella Academy's mothers died before they were born on the same day now is now we know there's different children so it makes me think because thinking back there's no way Reginald would have seen Ben because the only person that could see Ben was Klaus so he clearly didn't know that Ben was originally at a Umbrella Academy so I think that's going to be the bridge between them but I'm not going to get into theories right now it's too early but I'm thinking that Reginald literally picked different mothers and because he didn't because there were different mothers that had the like how can I say how can I explain this I think him picking different people to have different children caused like some type of like ripple effect to where the other like the Umbrella Academy's parent mothers couldn't give birth to them because why would they die on the same day they were supposed to be born they died before they were born because literally it would have it happened within seconds they were like the little particles got in them and then they got pregnant and then they gave birth to the baby with all like 10 seconds so I think I think he is the reason these babies were born 
he brought them here because he wanted to do whatever save the universe or whatever and him picking different mothers in turn had to get he had to get rid of the other kids i can't imagine him it can't be his fault like i i just don't understand and i'm thinking that because of the time change and all of that is it's it's where that you know pulse fight the energy pulse that um the their mom thinks the android thinks is a god um i know that didn't make sense but maybe maybe i can come up with a better formula formulated sentence next time um what's the other thing um luther um and sloan i knew that was gonna happen like I told you in the last podcast, I'm okay with it because it's clear Allison and Luther are never going to be a thing. And I was all about a Luther Allison ship. But when she married the other guy, even though she still clearly had feelings for him, it just it, it wasn't meant to be. Um, maybe I feel like they need to go back in time and fix some shit because they changed the past, which clearly is going to change the future. That hotel, to me, is some type of supernatural thing because the whole time period looks old. Like, it doesn't look like it's in the recent years. I don't really know what year they're in anyway, but I'm assuming it's still 2020, no, 2019, like it was before. I don't really know. Um, It's sad about Allison's um, daughter, but I'm not surprised. I said that last podcast. I don't know why she didn't think that was a thing. And side note, um... I feel like um, Claire's daddy has a type because didn't his wife, Patrick's wife, kind of look like Allison (laughs) and their daughter was clearly a little black girl because she had a bonnet on when she was sleeping. But that's neither here nor there. Um, I just thought it was pretty telling (laughs) Um, with her, with his wife. (laughs) He has a type. But I mean, I'm sad for her. I think losing your baby would be awful, but I'm not surprised. I... I knew it was a possibility because I like it didn't make sense that the time period would change like that and you I should say time time period the timeline would change like that and then you not even be in an umbrella academy your your trajectory of life would be completely different the only reason you knew Patrick was because you were a movie star you're famous blah 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 you were from California None of that stuff happened. So I just don't understand why she didn't anticipate that she wouldn't be a mom or that wouldn't be her daughter or her life would be a little bit different. I don't understand why none of them thought about that, but five. Um, what's the other thing I want to talk about? Um, oh, Diego. I'm telling you, the little boy is Ashtray, but he has a different name. <laughs> I don't know if they named him, if they told us his name, but that little boy acts just like Ashtray. That's probably why they hired him. <laughs> it was, it's, it's great to watch. Um, I, I was expecting him to have powers because both his parents have powers. And if it's in their DNA, I'm just thinking flash, like the flash, <laughs> if you got meta DNA, you would pass it to your children. But I don't know if two meta DNA, two meta genes cancel each other out. Is that a thing? I don't know. Can he? We saw him throw the the knife. He had some pretty good aim, even though that blob guy. It seems like his body his body ricochets the whatever like defenses you throw, and it didn't happen all the time. So I'm assuming. He must have to be focused to th- use his power. Like it's not his body isn't doing it. It's like uh, 
his powers because Diego was able to get some pretty good shots in and it didn't happen all the time. Um, and I'm mad that motherfucker had, <laughs> had asthma. <laughs> it's a good thing blows don't hurt him all the time. Otherwise, he really would have been in the corner, not being in breed dying. <laughs> um, I think that's all I have. I really didn't write notes and I just wanted to get this out. So I'm just going to go with what I have. If I think of anything else of importance, I'll just send it to you offline. and You can just talk about it if you want. Um, until next time, love, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. Queen of the couch, Mimi out. That was Queen Mimi with her thoughts on the episode. So I'm not sure about like I haven't even jumped into theories yet. But the first thing I would love to I mean, I swear to God, we share the same brain sometimes. I just think it's hysterical that of all the things that one can point out about this episode, the thing we zoomed on, we zoomed in on is Patrick got a type. <laughs> and I swear to God, y'all, I never listen to the I it's a code uh, feedback every time. So I never know what they say beforehand before i record so it cracks me up to no end when we literally have the same thoughts sometimes <laughs> but as far as how this is like i haven't even allowed myself my brain to go there right now but you asked a good question why doesn't stan that's his name aka ashtray which i agree that is the same character um why doesn't he have powers it could be that he could develop them a little bit later but also with that leaking out of his his ear like that this is the first time where i was like these i think that the umbrella academy are fucking alien like not only do they have powers but i think that they're legit actual aliens i think that they were i, I don't know they keep calling reginald father but then that is a good idea like how did they come to be in the first place i think that's been the the question mark and i'm so with you i do believe that the show is winging it and i can tell because of how this season already feels it feels as if they've they've decided they've made a conscious effort to go in a different arena direction uh less so much just directly into the shenanigans and a little bit on fleshing out exactly who they are what they're meant to do i think i, I just have a feeling i could be absolutely wrong would be the first time that that might be what they're deciding to start building for this show because it is a popular show and i think it could definitely do a couple more seasons where if you want to do that you start you we need to start to have an understanding of what the rules are of these worlds because they're kind of like winging it for the day to for it to be explained and maybe they were waiting for <laughs> the writers of the the graphic novel to do that work but since it doesn't seem to be forthcoming yeah go ahead and start building that out yourself uh yeah i totally think absolutely and utterly like they're aliens and with alfonso i believe his name is i think his body deflects anything and everything he was getting some facial shots in and it looked like he was finding the soft places to hit uh, that's a really shitty thing to be born with though i don't care what kind of powers and how awesome it is uh, um 
that is not like that and you got fucking asthma that's fucked up that's just fucked up that doesn't seem like a blessing at all it seems like a curse (laughs) uh so there's that idea and for everyone else yeah i agree on the feedback i just can't get into the theorizing i need a lot more mostly what the fuck is grandfather paradox and then i probably will get it a little maybe i'll be able to start formulating some opinions but i do believe that whatever's going on reginald is involved somehow some way because he's always playing chess and i feel like there's a lot of things that have never been explained explored what was going on the moon last season does it have anything of why luther was sent to the moon um we see that they are the kennedy six but how did that history unfold with them then being like they're considered fugitives yeah there we go fugitives in time i like that i like that a lot there seems to be no correlation to the commission so where where are we going to go from here i think that's the most exciting aspect of it because it does as i stated feel as if they don't have necessarily the source material anymore to just go scene by scene like they they might they feel like they're rearranging things once again i could be absolutely wrong if you have feelings you want to share regarding this episode blackercouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic